several shows are renewed for another season, while a whole bunch of others are canceled. Which is which? Stay tuned. Hi there. My name is Trevor Kimball, and I am here with your TV series finale update for the week. At the top of our news today is renewal news from ABC. Now, traditionally, the networks announce their fall schedules at the network upfronts in May. And as part of their announcement, we find out which shows won't be returning and, therefore, which shows have been canceled. Now, several of the networks have announced some early renewals, which they sometimes do, for some of their more popular shows. These are shows that they have no question they just plan to renew. ABC has announced that 11 of their existing series have been picked up early, in addition to three renewals that were announced back in January that basically brings the total to 14 renewals. Now, here are the lucky ones. America's Funniest Home Videos, The Bachelor, Boston Legal, Brothers and Sisters, Dancing with the Stars, Desperate Housewives, Extreme Makeover Home Edition, Grey's Anatomy, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Lost, Men in Trees, Super Nanny, Ugly Betty, and Wife Swap. Okay, so what you're really asking is, wait a minute, the show that I like on ABC wasn't on that list. What What's going on? Well, quite frankly, it doesn't look good for most of the other series on ABC, and it kind of seems like they've already made up their minds. But let's go through them one by one. Okay, first, according to Jim, now this series has been around for about six years, and because of increases in salaries and whatnot, the show is probably pretty dang expensive. The ratings haven't been anything to write home about, so it's probably a pretty good chance that ABC's going to call it quits on this one but it could go either way. Next up is Big Day. Now, this was the wedding sitcom that went off the air in January. Now, what you might not know is that they only played 12 of the 13 episodes. There was one left. For some reason, they just didn't air that one. I think they felt that the 12th episode was a better closing episode to the series rather than the 13th, which might have left some things open. Uh, anyway, Big Day's ratings were... Well, they're very poor, and ABC is highly unlikely to bring this one back for another year. Daybreak. Now, this is a show that is passionately loved by a lot of fans. We still get a lot of email on this show on the TV series finale site. ABC made all 13 episodes available on their website, and though the final episode left a lot of questions unsolved, it's looking highly unlikely that this one's going to return to series television. Aside from the fact that it was yanked off the air after only a few episodes, Tay Diggs, who was the star of Daybreak, has signed on to be the co-star of the new proposed Grey's Anatomy spinoff. So, you know, he's not really going to be able to do two shows at the same time. George Lopez. Now, this sitcom, like according to Jim, has been around for quite some time. George Lopez has been around for five years on television. Now, though a lot of people still enjoy this show, it's likely pretty expensive because it's been around for so long and people generally get pay hikes as time goes on on a series like that. There's enough episodes for syndication, so for that reason I'm going to say that probably George Lopez won't be coming back, but there's still a chance. Help me help you. If you remember back, this is the offbeat sitcom that was pulled last December due to low ratings and after only nine episodes. This was the one that starred Ted Danson. There's been no word or any interest in this series return, and actually Ted Danson has just signed on to co-star with Glenn Close in a new drama series for FX, and I believe it just got picked up. I don't remember the name right now. 
in case of emergency. Now, this sitcom was decimated by American Idol. It was going head-to-head with American Idol. And, you know, like most any shows, they just can't compete with it. This one's going to finish its 13-episode run on April 18th, I believe. And, quite frankly, because of the ratings and whatnot, it's really a long shot for renewal. The Knights of Prosperity. This one went off the air last month, and actually ABC maintains that it will return this season to finish out the rest of the episodes. It was also up against American Idol, and consistently lots viewers from its lead-in shows like According to Jim and George Lopez. If ABC has a hole to fill in their schedule, I'm betting that this sitcom actually has a decent chance for a second season. Of the executives at ABC actually like it. One of those being entertainment president Steve McPherson. And if you're going to have somebody in your corner at the network, it's probably a good idea to have the, the head of the network. All right, The Nine. Only six episodes have aired, and there are still no plans to return this show to the schedule this season. That leaves seven episodes remaining. Several people in the cast have taken on other fall series, including two people for uh, ABC shows. So i got to tell you, this one is definitely not coming back for a second season. October Road. This show will conclude its six-episode run on April 26th. It's only got a really short season because of when ABC planned to air it this season, kind of halfway through the mid-season replacements. ABC seems to be pleased with the demographics and the ratings on this one. It loses quite a bit of viewership from Grey's Anatomy, but still, it has a really good shot at returning. Show Me the Money. This is the William Shatner game show, which was a hit initially, but quickly slipped in the ratings. ABC still has, I think, a few episodes in the can, but it is really unlikely that you're going to see those dancing girls and the dancing William Shatner back for another season. Six Degrees. Well, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that one in a minute. What about Brian? Now, this series was given a second chance after a disappointing freshman season last year. It usually, on Monday night, loses a significant amount of its lead-in audience and even lost to NBC's ratings-challenged Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. And you know how disappointed NBC was in that show. So What About Brian was losing to Studio 60. The season finale of What About Brian aired last week, and quite frankly, Brian is unlikely to give, unlikely to be given a third chance. I, I think it's highly unlikely we're going to see that one back. Anyway, take those for what it's worth. Those are basically my feelings on the various shows and and how it looks. Uh, Anything can happen, as you well know, in network television, and we'll likely know the final decisions on these shows, whether they're canceled or renewed, in mid-May when ABC announces their fall schedule. Okay, now on to Six Degrees. After seemingly returning from the dead after almost five months off the air, it looks like ABC has pretty much closed the book on Six Degrees. Six Degrees, if you remember back, debuted last fall and was pulled after just six episodes due to low ratings. The network had faith in the show, though, and they did some kind of retooling behind the scenes, and production resumed on the 13-episode order, and there were even some rumors that the series could get a second season. Unfortunately, when ABC finally returned Six Degrees to primetime on Friday, March 23rd, Few people seem to care. The ratings were terrible. It's really not surprising, since the show tells the storylines of six different people, and the network didn't even bother to pull out one of those, you know, catch-up clip shows that they seem to be airing every other week with Desperate Housewives or Lost. If they had done something like that for Six Degrees, who knows? It might have helped. 
but it really kind of seemed like ABC was, you know, kind of sticking their little toe in the water to see how it would work, but they weren't really committed to it. Anyway, as a result of the low ratings, Six Degrees has been pulled from the schedule effective immediately. Reruns of Wife Swap will air in that time slot for the foreseeable future. And though it hasn't been officially canceled, there is very little chance that we're going to get to see the five unaired episodes. Although, they might post them online. You never know. They might do that. Okay, next up, The Black Donnellys on NBC. Now, this is the show that took the Studio 60 spot on Monday nights on NBC. It's a rough story of four Irish brothers in New York's Hell's Kitchen, and it was created by Paul Haggis and Bobby Moresco, who you might remember from uh, The Crash, Academy Award-winning film. NBC had high hopes for the Black Donnellys, but the show just didn't measure up. During the first half of its premiere hour, about 10 million people watched, and that's pretty good. But about half of them tuned out for the second half hour, and that's really, really bad. And the rest of the season has attracted about 5 million people, give or take. NBC planned to give the show a couple more weeks before pulling it, but after this past Monday's dismal ratings, they pulled it immediately. The rest of the episodes will, however, be released on NBC.com. And what do you think about this? Well, in a poll on TVSeriesFinale.com, 85% of the people who voted love the show and would like to see it return for a second season. 15%, well, they're pretty much glad it's gone. Oh, so since the Black Donnellys is gone, does this mean that Studio 60 will be back on Monday nights? Sorry, no. NBC is replacing the Black Donnellys with The Real Wedding Crashers a reality show from Ashton Kutcher that's pretty much based on the Vince Vaughn movie. Enough said on that one. Over on Fox, after a four-week run, the network says the honeymoon is over for David E. Kelly's The Wedding Bells series. Now, this was the dramedy, in case you didn't see it, that focused on the Bells sisters who ran a wedding planner business, thus the title The Wedding Bells. Yeah, I know. Ouch. Anyway... The series debuted after an episode of American Idol and then moved to Friday nights for its regular time. The ratings, well, they've never been anything to write home about, and the network has pulled the plug after seven episodes. Actually, seven episodes being produced. Seven episodes didn't air. Fox may make the episodes available online, but who knows? It doesn't seem to have a lot of support. I don't think a lot of people will be clamoring for it. Okay. Let's talk about the Julia Louis-Dreyfus series called The New Adventures of Old Christine. Yeah, and I know, it's the worst title ever. Hard to believe that this one ever got out of the gate with that title. I really kind of enjoy the show when I catch it, but man, what a title. It, it seems like it was written by a committee or something. Anyway, aside from the fact that it has a really bad title, this is the first show to break the so-called Seinfeld curse. The sitcom debuted on March 13, 2006, and did really well following CBS's hit show, Two and a Half Men. Christine was renewed for a second season and has performed really well earlier in this season, earlier in the latter part of 2006. It's performed really well in the same time slot following Two and a Half Men. Christine went on hiatus in January to make room for the debut of Rules of Engagement, which is that David Spade sitcom that some people like and some people cannot stand. Anyway, Rules of Engagement has performed really, really well, even better than Old Christine in the post-Two-and-a-Half-Men time slot. 
Old Christine returned on March 12th in the class's time slot after the class had wrapped their freshman year. In that new time slot, it hasn't done so well. It's been down about 35% in the ratings, which quite honestly has put it in jeopardy. It seemed like it was a shoe-in for renewal earlier this season. Now, eh, not so much. It's CBS, anyway. TV Guide's Michael Osiello reported that if Old Christine is dropped by CBS, NBC is actually very interested in having the show move to their network. And quite honestly, that kind of makes sense. NBC could use another good comedy. They're having some good luck over there on Thursday night. Well, what do you think? Do you care if Old Christine moves to NBC? Well, of those who took part in the TVSeriesFinale.com poll, 43% said they just want to see it on the air. They don't care what network. 19% said that they want it to stay on CBS. And 44% think it should just be canceled. Yeah, interesting. Over on the CW, the axe has finally fallen on the venerable family drama, Seventh Heaven. After receiving a last-minute reprieve last year, Seventh Heaven returned for an 11th season, making it the longest-running family drama on television. The CW apparently thinks 11 years is enough and has pulled the plug after a year of eh, pretty much lackluster ratings. The series finale is going to air on Sunday, May 13th, in its regular 8 p.m. time slot, and will be entitled, And Away We Go. Now, the episode was wrapped in early March, well before the cancellation notice. So, unfortunately, if you're a fan of Seventh Heaven, you're not going to see a big family reunion as was done at the end of the last season. Former series regulars like Jessica Biel, Barry Watson, and David Gallagher aren't going to be on hand for the farewell. We have been assured, however, that the series will be both sweet and definite in its finale. It will also actually be dedicated to the memory of Aaron Spelling. Aaron Spelling, in case you didn't know, was an executive producer on the show, and Seventh Heaven is the last of the TV Legends series to leave the airwaves. Kind of sweet. All right, the complete opposite of a show that stayed on the air for 11 seasons. This one didn't even get 11 episodes. In the category of moving quickly, ABC has canned the Great American Dream Vote after two episodes. Now, this was that Donny Osmond-hosted reality game show where the audience would choose between contestants on which deserved to have their wishes and fantasies magically fulfilled, you know, getting a new head of hair or some such thing like that. Well, unfortunately, the show that was all about making people's wishes comes true basically a nightmare for ABC. It was making their audience disappear. The two episodes averaged less than 6 million viewers. I think just more than 5 million. And there are no plans to air the three remaining episodes. And finally, we turn to Bomb Barker and The Price is Right. Now, as you might have heard, last October, Bomb Barker announced that he was going to be retiring from The Price is Right, the uh, CBS game show that runs in the mornings. And he was going to be retiring probably in June. Well, not one to waste an opportunity on a big special. CBS is going to be giving Barker a grand send-off, just in time for the May sweeps period, surprisingly enough. But in the spirit of bargains, the network will be giving us not one, but two primetime specials. So on Wednesday, May 16th, CBS is going to air a primetime version of The Price is Right, where contestants will have an opportunity to win bigger-than-usual prizes, including 
a chance to win a million dollars on the big prize wheel. The next night, CBS will present Bob Barker, a celebration of 50 years on television that will celebrate Barker's long career. Now, home viewers can get involved in the Barker send-off as well. CBS is inviting fans to create 15-second tributes to Bob Barker and to post them on YouTube. Wait a minute. Isn't Viacom, who owns CBS, suing YouTube? Or does CBS own Viacom? I don't know, but they're suing YouTube, and yet they're using them. Hmm. Well, anyway, the best submissions will be broadcast either as part of the specials or during the Price is Right's daytime episodes in the final few weeks. Tributes can be posted or viewed by going to uh, the special page on YouTube, and there's a link on the TV series finale site. The page includes an introduction from Neil Patrick Harris, who you might know from CBS's moderate hit, maybe canceled, CBS's uh, How I Met Your Mother. And actually, Harris's Barney character will visit the game show in an episode of How I Met Your Mother next month. Should be kind of funny. So, more importantly, is there any word on who's going to replace Bob Barker following his sign-off in June? CBS hasn't made any official announcements as yet. The owner of the shows, Fremantle Media, have been looking for replacement for the past couple months. Since Barker's announcement in October, they've begun holding not-for-broadcast audition tapings with prospective hosts in front of live audiences. Some of the early prospects include Dave Price, the early show weatherman, Doug Davidson, who is an actor on The Young and the Restless, Todd Newton, who you might know from hosting uh, some GSN game shows, and John O'Hurley, who you probably remember from Seinfeld, but also who hosted To Tell the Truth and a version of Family Feud. Doug Davidson actually hosted a 1994 syndicated version of The Price is Right, but it only lasted a year, and Todd Newton has hosted live on-stage versions of The Price is Right at Harrah's Casinos. Well, apparently those folks didn't exactly wow the network brass because they kept looking. And more auditions were held a month ago for Mario Lopez, who you might know from hosting uh, The Other Half, Dating Factory, and he was, of course, on Saved by the Bell, Mike Richards, who hosted Beauty and the Geek, and George Hamilton, who, of course, you know from Cracker Commercials and Dancing with the Stars. Mark Steins of Entertainment Tonight actually also auditioned about two weeks ago. So though no official announcement has been made, rumor has it that Lopez, Steins, and the 67-year-old perennially tanned Hamilton are the frontrunners. And though there are some concerns about Hamilton's age, he seems to be an overall good choice. He's likable, entertaining, quick on his feet, and has a similar on-screen persona to Bob Barker. And he's only 67, and since Bob Barker is into his 80s, that could mean that they could potentially get 20 years out of him, which, you know, by then you probably want to change hosts anyway. My thought is, to go with a younger host and try to modernize the series? I don't know. I think it's going to kill it. But that's just me. Okay, on to listener questions. This one comes from Beverly in Anaheim, California. Beverly loved the season finale of Battlestar Galactica and heard that Battlestar had been canceled. What do I know? Okay, Beverly, I'm happy to tell you that Battlestar has been renewed for another season by the Sci-Fi Network. The series is expensive to produce, as you, know, as you can probably imagine, so they committed to only 13 episodes at first. They've now increased that order to 20, as well as a two-hour movie. Unfortunately, you're going to have to wait a while for the new season. 
The two-hour movie would air at the end of this year, and the season, the fourth season, would actually start in January 2008. You know, and I know, after a, seri- after a season ending like the one we just had, I'm betting it's going to be worth the wait, but it's going to be hard to wait. And I think that's it. This was kind of a long one. Uh, if you've got questions or some feedback, you can email me at podcast at tvseriesfinale.com or you can leave a message at 213-985-1014. That's 213-985-1014. And who knows, you might even hear your message on this podcast. If you'd like to receive these podcasts automatically, you can subscribe for free via iTunes or other podcast subscription software. You can get the information at tvseriesfinale.com. And don't forget to visit the site for the latest cancellation news, past podcasts, videos, and details on the last episodes of your favorite shows. I'm Trevor Kimball, and until next time, stay tuned. Thank you.